And we're back. Hey, we are back from the the graveyard <laughs> again. We are like Hogak, so, and we have we returned once again. We are not banned, but perhaps we should have been. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what a! You all thought that we were gone, but we were not. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the last episode we've uploaded. This will all be this, this like this huge episode oh, after. Right, this episode that spanned over how many? Months now. Well, I mean, is, like, uh, the last, when we recorded the first part, the Red Force was being previewed. and That's right. And now it's just old hat at this point. It's like, yep, we know the Red Force is terrible. Yeah, just just wait until we get to the point where we actually talk about Modern Horizons. Oh, yeah, that'll be, like, 2040. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I don't know. With the, the plan for the, re, the regular recording schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter how much we may have been uh, attempted to be thwarted by your microphone, oh, we yeah, have done was... it, and we have returned. I think it was Discord's fault that time, because it Discord wasn't picking it up, and I was just like, hello, hello, and I was like, I was like, whatever, we're going back to Skype. Yeah, it felt like some sort of weird relay call, where I was like speaking to you, but then you were typing back to me. Mm-hmm, yeah. So... Yep. It was it was pretty pretty uh, pretty great. I have a new beverage that's much better than Bird's Nest. Which, Th- than Bird's Nest, oh. So I think at the time I was expecting it to be just straight up terrible. Like I expected it to be like a minus three out of ten, and then it was like realistically like a two. Because I thought about it afterwards, I'm like, you know, it's got this really like artificial flavor, like artificial sweetener artificial vanilla flavor that they just kind of put in there, otherwise it would taste like probably like nothing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, this just isn't that good. It's, um, it was still better than Dandelion and Burdock. Okay. So I think the order is on the bottom, Dandelion and Burdock, okay. and then that, and then Thumbs Up. Okay. I think that was it. I can't remember any other. And now? Oh, yeah, this is have... just good. Like, I don't know if you're, you're much of a drinker of, like, LaCroix and whatever... Le yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked about this last time. Have you ever heard of uh, Topo Chico? I have heard of Topo Chico. Yes, yeah, great. I've, it, I've never had such so, a thing. So if Lacroix is like, I don't know, like Gitu Lava Runner, like Topo Chico is like Goblin Guide. Really? It's like super bubbly and it's really good. I decided to add some orange to it just now to see how it go so i'm gonna try it out it's good though it's very it's a little pricey i guess because okay. usually it's like 360 for a four pack okay which is not bad but i'm also cheap so this is sparkling water yeah because i'm from reading Mexico. a new story here that cult favorite topo chico breaks out of texas with help from coke there's a news article oh. from 10 days ago okay yeah, did you ever they've see been that acquiring some uh, acquiring some brands. Now I have seen this in stores around here. I, I recognize this label. Oh, okay. I've seen this in Georgia. Huh, that makes sense though. Yeah, because you know if Coke bought it, right? Yeah, you know, I'm in. I'm literally in the land of Coke. Yeah, you're in Coke country. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like the only place that I've seen this in four packs is there's like a small grocery store that's on pretty much a Hispanic grocery store even though it's like a chain but they have like mm-hmm. a bunch of hispanic stuff it's really nice it's just like a uh, mexican coke that's actually made with uh, cane sugar 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have, I think, Mexican Coke, Mexican Sprite, um, and then Mexican something else, too. But, yeah, like, with Orange, it was really good, too. But, yeah. Nice. If you can, if you can find Topo Chico, it's oh, definitely for sure. worth it. Like, oh, okay. I will if, pick one up. If you, it's very, very bubbly. Like, there was actually a little bit in a bottle, like, earlier. Like, it was, like, day old, and I was just like, you know what, YOLO, I'll, I'll just drink it. And it was still bubbly. I'm wow. like, what? Is this still bubbly? Yeah, but it's good, though. It's like, depends on how much you can get it for. But like, I think Whole Foods has it, but it's like two bucks a bottle, but it's Whole Foods, so they charge up for everything. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I live right across from a uh, Whole Foods, so. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, they should have, like, singles there, or if you can find it locally at, a gro- at like, a reasonably oh. priced grocery store just get, oh, I'm get sure. one I, yeah. I have no doubt that I can find one I will have to seek it out and let you know my findings I forgot to ask if you actually did like LaCroix I remember we talked about LaCroix LaCroix um, so I've only ever bought one like six pack or whatever they, the, the can things come in uh-huh. and I found that the only time I could drink it and enjoy it was when I was actively very thirsty yeah that's fair that makes sense like, I couldn't just be like, oh, I would just like something to sip on because then yeah. I didn't enjoy it. If I was legitimately thirsty, I could drink it. Yeah. Or if I've drank a bunch – nothing but water for a while and then I have it, I'm like, okay, yes, now I like this because the, the, the hint of flavor was enough. Yeah, like the, uh, like the joke about it's like LaCroix flavors of like a very shy strawberry – Yes. Or yeah, like the has been in a truck with a lime or something. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's weird. Like yeah, this is actually like a lot better than Lacroix. But yeah, this is actually. I mean, this is definitely the best thing of best beverage that I've had on the podcast. But all I'm right. Not saying I will. Because... Uh, I, I will also ask all my high school students because they will. I'm sure all of them will enjoy it. I'm sure I will get some uh, dissertations, some oral dissertations tomorrow about. Topo Chico when I asked for it. This sounds like I'm old, but I'm like, do kids like like LaCroix? Yeah. They do? Wow. Yeah. Man, that's I get the thumbs up. So yeah, I have kids who uh who drink it. They probably don't think drink thumbs up though. No, that they do not. <laughs> You've probably heard zero. Go, go fish. They they don't I mean, it's weird because you know, like I, I literally my kids will come in and be like, Oh my god, I'm so thirsty. I'm like, Well here, do you want one of my Coke Zeros? They're like, eh. Uh, what? But then, but they will drink, like, uh, they, they will drink LaCroix, 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 so, uh, you have the card image gallery up because I don't trust my computer. I do. <laughs> her nice. I do. So, uh, today we're going to finish this blank up. We're going to go through uh, multicolor. We're going to go through artifacts. Uh, and then we'll uh, breeze through some lands and see if there's anything we need to talk about. So, yeah, I don't even know uh, what lands are in this set. They're probably all. 
Well, this couple, I mean, you got Blast Zone and uh, oh, right. uh, Proliferate Land, and there's there's a few that you you might want to say a word or two about. So, uh, but let's start with multicolored here, um, and I'll just name some things off. I'll kind of go down the list, name some things off, and then you can yay or nay if you'd like to expound on it. Uh, I don't particularly have any thoughts on a Johnny the Great Hearted. Do you? It was fine. Like when I tried it out, he's he was fine. He so like he's five loyalty right, and he minus right. twos. So he could Correct. like he did it twice usually, like maybe gain some life. And like vigilance was usually nice. I just have nowhere near the room because like green white is stacked. Yeah, but it, I mean it's still solid. Like when I tried it out, it was. Oh, it seems functional. I, yeah. I just, you know. You ain't got room for that. What, one card I do like, though, is Angrath's Rampage, a.k.a. Mad Cow Disease, which is uh, ah. black-red, sorcery, choose one, target player, sacks an artifact, a creature, or a planeswalker. Those are the three modes. Yeah, it's, it's really, f- like, super flexible. I was actually surprised it was an uncommon because it doesn't feel like an uncommon, you know? Well, all the other black-red, like, removal spells, right, like, that you get to do things like this with, we had Terminate, which was at the lower end, right? Yeah. Which was a, a, you know, a common mm-hmm. at one point in its life. Um, and then we went all the way to rare with yeah, things like... Yeah, I think, like, so uh, many of Dreadbore the ones... Yeah, and Command and... Uh, the one from the Ravnica set, the with the the three mana pips and the cost. Oh, Bedevil. Bedevil. So, yeah. and then like this goes right back to uncommon again. I think it's because of the whole. It's because of the choices. sorcery speed. I, I think, think it's because of the sorcery speed. What? For me, I think it's because it it gives you so many choices. It just doesn't feel like. An uncommon, but it's still like a solid card. It's another one I just don't have room for, but it's probably broken record. It's just like I tried out a whole lot of stuff, but a lot of it just couldn't stick because I have a small multicolor section. Right. Yeah, and I play a larger multicolor section because I just like choices. So yeah. I uh but I, I've liked Angrath's Rampage. I've I've you know, went through the trouble of getting a, a foil bedevil and now I'm just on Angrath's Rampage instead. So nice. we'll see where my black red removal suite winds up because I'm I'm at a place now where I have to kind of make a decision of what do we want to do with my black red section because we've gotten some other some other good cards in recent sets as well so things like Judith uh, and you know there's a lot of black red cards it's another very strong guild yeah yeah there's a lot of good stuff I I, I keep forgetting like which set had all this stuff it was like oh right it was this set oh Mm. right that was the last set there's a lot if you are a moving on, if you are a supporter of your uh, Mardu aristocrats, perhaps Cruel Celebrant is something you want to look into. Is that the black white one? That's like a one two. Correct, black white one two. But whenever it or something, it, another creature or a planeswalker you control dies, mm-hmm. it drains for one. Yeah, that got me. I think I was like, what? When somebody had that on arena, like I was like, what? I killed your Soren. I went through all this trouble to kill your Soren, and I take another damage. Cool. What a what a. I feel list. like this is a very specific art, archetype support card. It's I, I don't necessarily think it's aggressive enough. 
No. Um, and body wise, but if you're, I think if you're looking for a support card and you like the tokens thing, the sacrifice tokens thing, and you decide that you need another card for it, um, that will help kind of support it along next to like, you know, blood artists and things like that. Only problem is this one's also multicolored where a lot of them are not. So yeah, I was about to say, you could certainly do worse. Issue. It's just, yeah, like good luck. Here's another black white card. All right. So Death Sprout with one of the perhaps coolest artworks we've seen in a long time. Oh yeah, that art is nice. Which is uh basically rampant growth plus uh you know, destroy target creature. So one black, black, green, destroy target creature, search for a basic land, and put it into play tapped. Yeah. It's just four artwork mana. awesome. Card is four mana and it just uh, yeah, I get that it's two cards in one, but uh. yeah, it's just at the end of the day, it's just uh, uh, I don't know. A lot of the times with like a lot of these like cards that staple to effects, sometimes it's just they push the mana too high, even if they don't change the cost. Like you know, uh, like a Civic Wayfinder kind of thing, where it's just like a Grizzly Bear costs two, and the Lay of the Land costs one. So here you go. Right. Well, that's right. And this is literally like, hey, instant speed ramping growth, one in a green. Like, sure, I would play that. Okay, well, would you play this? Here, it's like terminate without the regeneration clause, but it's black, black instead. Like, mm-hmm. And that's uh, a weird thing. It's like, okay, I can see that. Well, what if we put both into one? And it's just like, eh, good. The weird thing is this is, like, also, you don't... The, the value of a rampant growth on turn four is just, like, I... Uh, okay. I guess I'll do it. I guess. <laughs> you know, it's just not, like, super... You know, not, not something I'm super excited about, you know, a, a rampant <clears throat> growth on turn four. Sure. I yeah, know, it, same, same, same. It, it, I, it's, a, it's a good value card, but... I don't really know what what we're what niche we're trying what we're trying to fill here with this card. So I think we're trying to say it's like the it's it's weaker than the sum of its parts. Correct. Which is easy it to is, forget. Sometimes it, it is right. It is it is the uh, Bizarro Gestalt. Nice. Welcome. You can keep that one. Yeah. Me weaker than the sum of my parts. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, D Spark. Eh. Yeah. No. Eh. It, it's it's it doesn't hit enough. Really. All right. How about Domri Anarch of Bolas? I have enjoyed this one so far, which yeah, is the one solid. red green uh, static effect creatures you go control get plus one power, plus one at a red or a green creature spells can't be countered this turn. Neg two creature you control fights target creature you don't. Yeah, it's it's if anything, it doesn't cost four mana like every other right, like every red other red green card. Good lord. Yeah. Even though the other like four drop Domri is is these like it's, it's solid. I like that this one's three though, so not everything costs four. Yeah, I, I do like. It's kind of weird because it wasn't really super huge on whenever we end up talking about Modern Horizons uh, Goblin Aura Flame because mm-hmm. it was like two mana. I was like. 
man, if we get a goblin or if we get orcas or a flame at two mana, that card would be great. And then when I tried it, I was like, eh. <laughs> and uh. and then like this thing, it just gives you so much. It's just like you get you plus one for mana, and like those these kind of walkers that give you mana are always better than they look. You know, good old five mana Teferi, which I don't. I think it's still annoying in standard. Whenever like the oh no uh, no no cards annoying. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah, like that, and then you know, like this, and even like the the three in a red Chandra that like minus is to give two red. Like that. Well, even Torture Defiance is very good. The 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 add red red. What yeah, like that mode's really pretty good, good at times. Yep. Yeah, like that mode's great too. It's just like that plus one is really useful, and then like being able to fight also lets you kind of like double up. If right. Well, it lets you have thing. a removal spell. It lets you have a removal spell without uh, spending mana for it, effectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I guess you're spending the one mana you could have generated, but since it's a ramp card anyway, you're not necessarily losing it. But yeah, yeah I, I've enjoyed this. I like it's three. I like the jump from three to five, mm-hmm. even though, you know, there's lots of strong red fours. Um, I do like being able to jump from three to five if your curve's a little higher, because there's a lot of boom booms at five that are, are really good to have in play, a lot of which have haste. So I'm, mm-hmm. I've been digging it. Yeah. Dig. Da, 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 da. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, Dovin's Veto, fine. Uh, yeah, but, an, you know, th- there's an, a gazillion blue-white cards that are neg- more exciting and interesting. It's a negate, and it can't be countered. Like, okay, you know if yeah. your cube needs one. Right, if you need sideboard cards for the control mirror, I guess. Yeah, like, negate's a solid card anyway. It's just, like, marginal. Yeah, force, force them, the spoiler alert, force negation's great. Yeah. Yeah, that card's good. Uh, it kind of, like, the exile part on that, too, is kind of like, what? You get to exile something. And like So, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, uh, oh, I guess it's way further down the letters. I was going to say, speaking of other Azorius cards, but no. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, you know, and, you know, again, there's there's another Azorius card, Elite Guard Mage. Not bad. Not fine. It's, it's a completely serviceable card. Just doesn't need to be around. It's four There's mana. So many cards in guild. It's four mana, but it's a human, and it has flying, and it's in the blink colors, and you gain three life and draw a card. So like, it does I kind of get it. It does a lot, but it costs a lot for the format, and mm-hmm. it's in a guild that does a million. Uh, but it's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's whatever. If someone played it, I'd be like, okay, they have a blink. You know, they have a definite blink strategy in here. That's mm-hmm. what I would. That's what I would assume when I saw it. So. Yeah. Uh, any interest in discussing Enter the God Eternals or Feather? Um. Not really. I mean, they're both annoying <laughs> when I play them in, against them in standard. Yeah, sta- they're they're both pretty good in standard. I've been watching like, some feather decks recently, and wow, they can get out of control. Yeah, I think it feels like 
I don't know. It, it feels like because I mainly play mono red because I can't afford to play anything else on arena. Right. Because it's like okay, I'm playing mono red, and it's like play against somebody who's playing feather, and it's like cool, awesome. You're just gonna do your thing. Cool. Right. Awesome. I I I usually have the the what's that song? You know, hurt by you know the the cover by Johnny Cash and like you I always think like and you can have it all because they they always right. have it all. <laughs> it's like you're gonna play Reckless Rage, right? Yep. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh-huh. Awesome. But yeah, it's like they're just not really competitive for Cube. No, because Feather is that while the body's fine, like a three four flyer for three is pretty above rate. But yeah. like when it's just a lot of flavor text on here, because of the nature of of like uh, pump spells being so bad. Yeah, I wrote an article about this years ago. So bad and cute because the removal and the instance removal is so good that you know it's it kind of defeats the whole purpose. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, and the God Eternals, yeah, whatever, cost five. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know what else costs five? Um, you know what else has blue and black mana symbols? You know what else also has a red mana symbol? Oh, that one. Okay, I was like, blue, black. I was thinking like Demir. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, Nicobolus Dragon God. Yeah, Ooh. it's 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 really weird how like the triple black like, you know, it's just kind of like a weird. But I guess it's to show like how how Grixis he is, you know. Well, whatever. right. Well, he's also much more black now right so he's a little more black than the other colors where there used to be some amount of balance yeah but now in his final evil villain form yeah he's like he's super bad grr i'm angry and then then ugin tricks him or whatever it's like right. take over here <laughs> okay he's about to i never read this i never read the story so i don't actually know how they get him I forget exactly because I think I was kind of paying attention. I think like I want to read it, but it's the novel, right? You have to I, read the I, novel. I mainly just read the the kind of figured out from like yeah, I, mean, I read flavor or, text and stuff yeah, like just, that. But just like when preview season was going on, I think they were like previewing, and I I thought it was interesting on some of the more uh, story significant cards. It's like go to mtgstory.com or whatever, right? But it doesn't give any much, at least when I last checked it, there really wasn't a whole lot of order given to him. I can actually check that site right now. But it was kind of like, you look at a card, and it's like, like whatever, the Dreadhorde, the one that's, oh, now it's Throne of Eldraine. Great, that's that's what I wanted. (laughs) Perfect. War of the Spark. Okay, now there's something about Teo, and... Teo! Yeah, I don't... Okay, so I guess he's like these little chapters, but like, this doesn't help. Like, now it's just a bunch of story. Like, before it was kind of like, these cards are kind of framing the story. It's kind of like, you know, the beginning when there was like the emergent zone. I think that was the card. We'll get to that later, probably. But it's like, um, Bolas is invading, and that's like the first chapter. It's just like, here we go. Boom. Here it is. And I forget if that says like, chapter one. Emergence zone. Let's find out. Okay, so like for this one, it says like spotlight act one. So okay. I, that makes sense. Like it's kind of like okay, here's the beginning of the story. Like okay, mm. here comes Bola, seeing he's attacking and whatever. But like, 
I don't know. I kind of felt like they had a good idea with this, but it just wasn't executed all that well. Or at least it could have been executed better. It wasn't bad, but, you know, whatever. But, like, Bolas, I liked him when I tried him out. It's just, again, it was a little too mana-intensive at the end of the day. I mean, I'm not really playing any tricolor cards. Like, I'm trying out the the Rhino one from Commander. But, oh, the new one. Okay. Yeah, but it's not gonna the like, actual the actual around. Naya card that might be worth playing. Yeah, yeah, the one that like makes a four four and it populates right. or whatever. It populates. So yeah, like, this Nickel Bolas. So I I have I think played every form of Nickel Bolas as it's come out. Yeah. You know, with the exception of I don't think I ever played actual Nickel Bolas from Legends. No, but, that one's terrible. You know. Right, but I played Nicol Bolas Planeswalker, mm. and then you know played Nicol Bolas God's Pharaoh. Yeah, uh, and the Ravager, and then, then Nicol Bolas the Ravager, and now there's this one, and and I have a San Diego Comic Con set on the way uh, from a friend of mine who was there, and so now it's like now we get to try this one, mm-hmm. and I think I'm going to like this one a yeah, lot. That was nice, yeah. I mean, th- th- <laughs> uh, getting. Getting the ability of all the other Planeswalkers is ridiculous. Yeah, I think most of the time when I tried him out, usually his abilities were the best anyway at the time. Usually, like, there were times when it was nice to just, like, oh, I'll do this. But most of the time when he resolved, I was like, okay, I guess I'll do this anyway. Right, right, right. Like, hey, I could do this. But, you know, sometimes it's nice to have options. Yeah. So, but, like, you know, the plus one is just... Good lord. I mean, yeah. it's just like, a, you know, replaces itself immediately and nets a card, destroying yep. everything else. And then the negative eight I don't think is a joke either. Yeah, it's like, like if they don't have oh, a legendary permanent, they just lose. <laughs> you don't have a legendary permanent. Uh, you dead. Mm-hmm. You dead. Yeah. So, uh I don't know. I dig it. I'm curious to see how much of a an issue the the black 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 is in the middle. But again, I like multicolor cards. I enjoy supporting multicolor cards. There's a deep dark part of me that wants to not run one card from every tricolor and just run a bunch of nickel boluses because I kind of like them all. Yeah, I mean honestly, that's fine. I'd rather do that than just like run some <laughs> cards in a cycle that are just terrible. Right, like and I don't want to. I actively don't want to play Leovold because I just don't think that's a fun card. Much like a card we'll discuss later. That's three mana. Mm-hmm. Yep. Could we be mentioning the same card? Mm-hmm. We probably are. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> the one that says bounce target runaway yep, seamkin. That that would be it. That would be it. That would be it. Hey, uh, so let's see here. Um, other cards for cube play. Um, did you test Oath of Kaya at all? I think I did a bit. You know, it was just like it was all right. Again, very okay. It's a it's a lightning helix that you right. can occasionally bounce. Right. Cool. And then you know, you know, they uh, occasionally like mise some other value on them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just like, like eh, eh, eh. Do you like? Fine. Do you like a lightning helix in a different color? Okay. Right. You just have to pay more for it. Right. And you get some, you know, possible extra value later on. Yep. But, eh, eh. Now, yeah. 
I don't know if you play Storm, if you've succumbed to the Storm. Nah, I just, it requires like so many slots to it, and it's just not really worth it. I found. But I didn't know if you tried the Storm Conduit. Oh, Ral? Dun, dun, dun. Yes. I've got, some, I've got a friend who tri- who's been trying it out, and his, he said it's mainly just a Storm card, which I think I tried it out anyway, just like to see how it'd be without the context of Storm, and it was like, okay, but... You know, yeah, I. Uh, it, it you. It seems like a very enabler card, yeah. but not something that actually functions very well on its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I mean, I could be wrong. Like neg toing it and then getting to double your spell and ding something. Yeah, like if you their face or a planeswalker or whatever, like I'm sure that's fine. Yeah, I mean, essentially, but, it's just a Storm card. Like, if you're not playing Storm, it's just very mediocre, but in the Storm deck, it's very good. Gotcha. But, yeah, it's it's another... If you know what, <laughs> if you know what decks you have in your queue, you know, no real surprises, I guess. That. Right. All right. Uh, in the, in the uh, I should say, tra- tradition, or at least, you know, the expected tradition of... Oh, I really want blue green cards that are good. What are your thoughts on Rolesk Apex Hybrid? I tried that guy, he wasn't bad. Like uh oh no, was I'm thinking of something else. This is the two green green blue for a four five flying trample. When it enters the battlefield, put two plus one plus one counters on another creature you control, and when it dies, proliferate twice. Oh, okay, I'm thinking of something else. It was like Bioessence Hydra or whatever. Yeah, well, I, I skipped Bioessence Hydra earlier. But that was, I think when I tried it out, it was, you know, like if you had a bunch of Planeswalkers out, if you had one other Planeswalker out, it was pretty gross. But, you know, if you don't have a Planeswalker out, it's pretty anemic. Again, that's not really rocket surgery. I mean, duh, of course. Right, like, hey, do you have things that are listed on this card? <laughs> if not, yeah. it's probably not very good. Did you know that this text is relevant, and then if it doesn't meet this criteria, it's not very good? I guess it's kind of the same way with this, where it's just like, okay, it's 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 fine. I mean, as far as uh, creatures go, um, I am when I when I'm able to get a a foil copy here, I will certainly try it. We've gotten some I've gotten some good recommendations on it from the uh, Solely Singleton people. They seem to in, uh, they seem to enjoy it quite a bit, and it is kind of a dragon. I mean, it flies. It's kind of big. It's got a yeah. bunch of stats. I and think it dies. I, you get to do stuff like. I'm trying to think like you can probably do better in Simic, but I can't think of what exactly. You know, that's Hydric the problem, crisis. right? You think you think well, yeah, we have Hydra Crisis, right? So that's an easy one, but it's not that deep. You can play the you know if you if you support Pod, you know there's the the green blue Pod legend like a lot of the other cards are just old right so like yeah i mean i i still very much enjoy a mystic snake but you know like trigon predator is really showing its age nowadays and that was like a simic staple for a mm-hmm. long long time but what's it's just the, like uh, okay the snow snake the, the right but that's only if you play snow right like I, you know, I am not playing snow for various reasons, one of which being financial, but one of which being that it's just like, here's this free benefit that you just don't have to work for. And I kind of don't like that very much. We can get into that more when we talk about Modern Horizons. Uh, 
But if I'm avoiding that, there's some planeswalkers that are okay. I mean, like I'm currently still... playing the X blue green uh, Nissa. Coatl's still very good, even if you don't have snow. Like it's a flash flyer that cantrips. Like that's still pretty. That's still amongst the higher tier Simic cards anyway. Right, but don't do you need the death touch to make it actually worth the the athletics of it? No. Okay. Yeah, th- I tried it out without snow and it was still perfectly fine without it. I was like, okay. Still a cantrip. Interesting. Well, yeah. I I will if that's what you found, then I will I will I will try it and see what and see what it does. Foils are 15 so, bucks. Wow, that's a big multiplier. Regular yeah, it's because it sees legacy play. Yep. Oh, I don't even want to. I'm gonna look at Ren and six and like hate myself. Oh God, you know it's it's between three and four hundred. <laughs> yep. Regulars eighty four, foils three forty two. <laughs> yep. It was pushing four hundred at one point, and it's now uh, kind of shrank back some as the as legacy has kind of adapted. So. Wow. Yep. That car is really good though. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk about that one. It does meet the qualification of not being four mana in red green. Oh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, like there's I don't, I am not particularly super excited about any of the blue green cards. So uh, like Crisis is very good. Crisis is the only one like, and I don't even think I liked that much when it came out. But after getting to play with it and against it, I'm like, okay, like I think this card's pretty legit. But you know. I, I'm always up for a change of pace in the blue green stuff because I've never it's it's been a long time since I've felt really good about a semi card. Yeah. So I want to try it. I do like that it has some synergy like with it to come into playability. Right. Like you proliferate you put two counters on something and then if it dies you just proliferate the same. It basically. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like blue white sword, which. I, this this is like the Modern Horizons episode. Right, it's the Modern Horizon preview episode. Yeah. Twenty in twenty twenty, people be like, "Hey, where's this episode?" I'm like, "Dude, we already talked about." Like, we already talked about most of the guards cards. already. <laughs> yeah. Like back on our last episode, we said. Rah, 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 rah. We had a, so, uh, you know, I'm gonna try it. I dig it. I we're getting dangerously close to there being a way to do plus one plus one counters as a theme. I don't think we're there yet. I was about to say, uh, I don't know. Like, is it worth the? Not yet. It it's not the payoff. Like, I, I don't. I never really see it as being like a good payoff. Is the issue? Yeah, you also have to remember too. Uh, depends on what format you're playing. If you're playing unpowered, and you're playing, you're not playing storm. You're not doing a lot of these other things that are primarily spell based. If you're having large creature battles, then yeah, like things you can do to make your side larger. But, you know, there's not enough. Like I said, I, I still don't think it's enough. I think all of the plus one, plus one counter cards right now are just going really to function as a, hey, this is a nice little this is a nice little bonus. This gives it the boost to go over the top. Yeah. But it's not a full-fledged theme yet. Yeah, I'm just not sure what that kind of deck would look like is the issue. Yeah, me either, because they haven't printed enough cards yet. Yeah. <laughs> It's something that constantly, in my mind, it's something that, like, all the way up the chain, your creatures constantly keep getting bigger as, you know, much like the, what that was the old Simic uh, type, right? Like, every time you play, you know, this thing, your things that were smaller get bigger. 
Yeah. Every time you play this thing, the things that were smaller, like everything you've played before it are now permanently bigger, right? Something like that where as you're going up the chain, up the mana costs, that all of your – that your basically your creatures are scaling along with everything else mm-hmm. to be able to stay relevant later in the game. Yeah. That's, that's the way I see it being a competitive thing that can also interact with, you know, other things that you've been, you know, other archetypes that are in the cube. Like, Hey, if I just have a couple of these cards, they're good enough on their own that they can function next to, you know, the goblin guides or the, you know, karma or whatever of the world that they just make things better. Mm-hmm. That's where I think it is, but we're not there. We're not One there. Day. We're not there. Uh, how about wave of reckoning? I mean, solar blaze. Oh yeah, stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting Rath. yourself. Stop punching yourself. Stop punching yourself. Uh, two two red white. Everybody punches the all the creatures punch themselves in the face. Yeah, I yes. like that. It gives red white something else to do, except for a raw attack. It's a wrath, which is fine. Like it kills most things. I think I forget if I did the math or if I mathed it out when I did the article on it, but I think it kills most things which, for four mana. Like, it's certainly like, much... It's a lot better than a lot of the other kind of new Wraths, like Kaya's Wrath and Time mm-hmm. Wipe and whatever. Sure. And it's from a color pairing that you may... Like, it's from a color pairing that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's literally like, hey, here's the Pyroclasm, you know, Anger of the Gods color combined with the Wrath of God color... But yet, we haven't had like you know the the, the original Ravnica block had you know the uh, the sort of version of this that was you know the Radiance card or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, cleansing whatever cleansing beam, maybe. Yeah, something like that. It wasn't very good though. And then there's no like... no, it was just fine and limited or whatever. But yeah. like this one. Yeah, like I think if you're valid. looking for something else to do, if you will, like like if you want your red white decks to be able to function as a board control deck, not as necessarily a counter spell deck, but a board control deck, or you know your Jeskai decks, right? Here's another Wrath of God for your Jeskai decks. Mm-hmm. Then maybe your big idiot that's a four five or whatever it is like is going to survive it. Yep. Uh, let's see what else here. Uh, I've enjoyed Soren and Standard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not so much so sure about ye old uh, cube. However, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's four mana. <laughs> and it... the, the Tamio collector of tales is uh, is an amusing one because it's just like one of those cards. It's just like, oh god, this ability is so much worse when you only have one copy of every card. Yeah, in your and you deck. can't you can't hit lands. Right? right, right, yeah, non-land. Because that was the first <laughs> thing I think I thought of too. I'm like, well, I mean, you can get, you can just name forest, right? And then you just, nope, nope, oh, okay, nope, 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 nope. nope. How about, I believe the foreshadowed character, dun dun dun, Teferi Time Raveler, ruiner of formats. Yeah, annoyance, uh... not ruiner, maybe annoyance of formats, uh... dating all the way back. Yeah. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. <laughs> it's just very like apparently it's playing seeing playing like Legacy Infect too. 
Uh, yes, sir. Good job. Right, and the way, way to cast removal spells or counter spells on your turn, idiot. Yeah. I think I was pretty impressed with it when I tried it out, because I'm just like, so it's like a reflector mage, but instead of getting a 2-3, you just bounce a whole bunch of other stuff, and then you can mess with timing issues. Like, I never really used the, uh, the plus one very much. Or I okay. really saw that get used much, but like other than to recharge your uh, the other ability. Yeah, it's kind of like a Johnny Gold means plus, where it's just like, oh, I guess I'll gain some life, whatever. I don't. Right. I yeah. Gain to... two, gain two life, so I can remove more. I can put more plus one plus one counters on things. Yeah, just like I guess I have to recharge this, whatever. But like, yeah, just it's kind of it was like a repulse on a planeswalker, and I was like, that's cool. I think repulse is the card. Yeah, the the instant. Yep. Correct. Bounce a right. card, whatever. You know. Bounce a creature. Draw, draw a card. card. Yeah. Yeah, so essentially it was Repulse. But much better. Right. Like A little slower. But. Yeah. I don't know if they're expensive nowadays for foils. I would guess so. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of War of the Spark uncut sheets out there, foil. Oh, right. Yeah. So I think that's suppressed uh, some of the price of it. True. Uh, um, 32 for foils. Yeah. That's not bad. Like that should be. Yeah, I mean, that's only like double. Yeah, it's not terrible. So. Yeah, like, it was a solid card. Like, I just don't, I, I just don't like, I, I, look, I can admit this card is powerful. I can admit it's decent. But I just don't like the static ability. Not that I don't like it, as in like I don't like it. I don't think it's good. I'm like, it's like, like the player. It the it's like the best player on the other team. Like when you're rooting for your team, and you're like, man, I hate that guy. Like he's good, but mm-hmm. I just hate him. I just hate him. Yeah. I, I just kind of hate this ability on a card. I just don't like that. It's just like, hey, you know, all this like interactive play we we're gonna have. I love this card for tournament play, mm-hmm. but I don't like it for casual play, which is what I consider cube to be. Even though it's you know can certainly be competitive, but it's, you know, casual competitive and I'm not I'm not feeling it for that. Yeah, it is kind of like and you know, there's always the gotcha part two where it's just like, mm-hmm. oh right. Oh I can't cast this. End of turn cast oh. Right. Or when you cast other things and people think they can do it. And you're like, yeah, actually you can't do that. Uh friend friend of mine who plays uh, Magic Online a lot with uh both Teferi and Narset. Mm-hmm. Constantly take screenshots of people screwing up playing against both of those cards. Oh, nice, nice. So, like against Teferi, Time Raveler, you know, someone casts the the red, like oh, you know, like cast two spells from your uh, sorcery and an instant from your graveyard. Oh yeah, yeah, right. that doesn't work. Nope. Yeah, I found out light up the. <laughs> I found out like light up the stage doesn't work with the three mana Chandra with the spectacle. Like that doesn't work. I was like. Okay, I guess I'll cast those spectacle ones. Like, doesn't work. I'm like, nope. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> can't, can't, pay the, can't pay the alternate cost or whatever because of. Yep. So I just, I, I just don't like where this lives. It's the same thing I said about Narset. I just don't like where it lives. Yeah. I would, I, so. Yeah, I have a feeling they'll probably not go back to this design space. Oh, the uh, static abilities that have that have seen play across uh, Narset that sees play all the way back to Vintage now. 
Yeah, like, I have a feeling they'll probably not do the... Well, I don't know, maybe they'll bank on people being more used to it now, but, like, how long has it been since War of the Spark came out and people are still messing up? Oh, yeah. Oh, and do you think people are going to mess up less when they rotate out of standard? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, what, wait, what does this do? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. 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 How, does this car, how does this work? Exactly. Nothing. Oh, not like the way I thought it does, huh? Unfortunately. Yeah. Yup. There's uh, another white-green uh, value creature, Tolzimir, friend to wolves. Yeah. Yeah, he's a 3-3, three, three, comes in with a 3-3, three, three, and when it comes in, or another wolf, you gain 3, and it gets to fight something. Yep. Yep. Yeah, just a lot of value. Yep. It's, it's 5 it's mana. A, it's a lot. It's a new card. Yep. Lots of them. It's fine. Play it if yeah. you want. It's fine. That's a, that's, <laughs> a, that's a review for a lot of things. It's like, yeah, right. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's decent, yeah. If you're looking for a change of pace, yeah, sure. Huh? Yeah, yeah. go for it. Mm-hmm. If you want, yeah. yeah. Want to put some orange in your Topo Chico? Go for it. <laughs> yep, yep. You can, you can, you know, you can put middle fingers up instead of thumbs up. It's whatever you want. That's true. So, uh, on to the hybrids. Oh. So these are, uh, uh, we, we didn't talk about, well, I guess there's, there is one more, uh, non hybrid, but they stuck it at the end here. Um, oh. So, well, I'll tell you what, we'll jump to it. Okay. Uh, t- how about Tezzeret, Master of the Bridge? That's oh. six mana, uh, blue black Tezzeret. Oh right, yeah, the buy box one. I think what I, tr- I actually tried it out and it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. It's just, it didn't have an ability that impacted the board. I don't think. Right, because the, uh, I mean, things have creatures and planeswalkers have affinity for artifacts. Mm-hmm. The plus two deals X damage to opponents, and you gain X life, so yeah. it doesn't affect the board. And it, you can um, regrow an artifact if something died, which might have happened, but but usually didn't. Right. The neg three is regrow an artifact, um, and then the neg eight is exile the top ten, uh, put all the artifacts onto the battlefield. Yeah, like whatever. That's so. I sure. think. I mean, if you support the artifact deck, and you, I mean. It's very much a blue-black Tezzeret, right? Like, the old blue-black Tezzeret was really neat if you support the artifact deck. Like, can't imagine this is any different. If you mm-hmm. support it, you like that kind of thing, sure. I mean, I'm not going to play it, but, hey, I've played the other one in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not Slave of Bolas. Uh, Servant of Bolas? What was the blue, other blue-black one called? Uh... The uh, Tezzeret? Agent of Bolas. Yeah, Agent of Bolas. I knew it was Blank of Bolas. Secret Agent of Bolas. Right. Jerk of Bolas. Did you try... This card is one that I thought was interesting, but I think it's one mana too expensive. That's Angrath, Captain of Chaos. Uh. Captain of Chaos. I think uh, uh, it's very much a supervillain name, by the way, like from the 1950s. Oh, like, like Silver Age or whatever. Yeah, comic. like Captain of Chaos, like as someone's title. You know, like I can imagine. I can imagine like an old episode of like the '60s Batman TV show that, like, you know how they constantly come up with nicknames. You know, a, a, a la like Khaleesi. You know, it's like you know this person, 
sower of whatever sower of temptation uh, well, you, know, <laughs> uh, you know sower of stealing captain of chaos you know yeah uh fiend of fidgeting i don't know you know i that's what it sounds like to me fiend uh, of the, chimeria uh, right chimeria. <laughs> I, I uh I imagine that the menace is interesting. I imagine that the amass is decent, but I uh, four man is a lot. Yeah, it just didn't cut in the big leagues, but it was it was fine. Like when I tried it out, because I mean, it's, we usually just like either yeah, it usually gave something menace, and either it, it either made a two two jump blocker and then died, and made another two two jump blocker and then died, and then you have this enchantment that just gives all your dudes menace or it would like make a two two and then turn to a four four and then it had menace. Like which is it's certainly not bad. Like I didn't Yeah, think was... like I I feel like it could take the place at the top of an aggressive curve, right? Because like all of a sudden everything's harder to block and it's still making you don't miss the turn of making a dude, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, kinda thought... in my mind where it was, but it didn't really play out as much as because I'd rather just play another aggressive dude on four yeah or just play another rock dose card that's what i'm saying like yeah just, there, there wasn't much that i wanted it instead of yeah he, sense. he he wasn't like super compelling but i thought like you know as cliche as it may sound like he's probably not leaving my peasant cube anytime soon by the way oh no that card seems very good in peasant cube by the way i finally updated my popper cube finally nice. it's on cube tutor Sweet. I actually updated that one, and then you should link it in the show notes. I should, and then I'll never update the other one because people uh-huh. actually ask for that one. And <laughs> why would I do that? All right. How the next two? Okay, I've become uh, one of these next two. I've liked since I've seen it, and I've liked even more after getting to play with it. And the other one is I've I am intrigued by it, but have not gotten any mileage on it yet. All right. I haven't looked, the, so I'm just I'm just letting this. Do. Yeah, man, I'm I'm rolling with you. So the intriguing one is because it's Simic, and that's Kiora Behemoth Beckoner. Oh Two yeah. Two and a hybrid green blue, seven loyalty. Whenever a creature power four greater enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card, and it's a neg one untapped target permanent. Oh, okay. That's a yeah. lot of uses out of this. That can be a ramp when you need it. That can help one of your things play defense when you need it. It's three mana and super easy to cast. Uh, and if you're green blue, you probably have probably got some boom booms. So yeah, I think my experience with it was like you know obviously if you have like time vault stuff you know it's just it's another oh yeah oh, well yeah that's the, sure yeah I mean yeah okay. But like, like if you if you play that card, that's probably enough to sell this card. Yeah, it's just like here's another Voltaic key. But I think for the most part, when I was trying it out, it it had to either be able to utilize both parts of it. Uh-huh. It had to be able to consistently get good use out of like the draw and to be able to untap something, which like you know. You know, just untapping a land with it occasionally was as like a weird mana rock was usually just like 
okay, but usually it felt like the decks that were that were wanting to play it were the ones that like had multiple big creatures and had like things to untap other than just like a basic land or something or just like sure give I mean, this... untapping a bounce land is pretty sick too yeah or like bouncing like a or untapping some like a cradle or something you know bonkers right, like something that real dumb right but i yeah. feel like the the ceiling on the untap can be extremely high yeah i think but i think that's kind of like where and i think that might just depend on your meta as well like if you have decks that reliably can get drawing off of it i think it's good uh-huh. but i think that's mainly just you know i think it's mainly just a medical like if if your decks if your green deck i think and it mainly was more green than blue okay because blue decks didn't really have a whole bunch of big things like they would usually have like their big finisher and it's just like here's my big finisher and I drew a card. Cool. Like, well, drop. except for that, you get to untap like artifact mana with it, right? So, untapping yeah. things like a, uh, you know, any of the like the, the the four mana rock that makes three, or you know, all these multiple mana artifacts that mm-hmm. you get to tap. I think all that's legitimate. Yeah, I think it's usually like if it was just doing something like that, it usually wasn't enough. I don't think, or at least it wasn't super. But I don't know. Like it wasn't. It certainly wasn't bad. Like it was. It's. It's a good Simic card, I would say. Which is something we can't really say. Right. Often. There's not a whole lot to say about. So I'm intrigued. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to to grabbing one and trying it out. So I think it's got a lot of potential, and I would like I would like some reps with it and see. A card I do really like is Sahili Sublime Artificer. Oh yeah, that that's a good one. That's a real good one. <laughs> and that one's the one uh, and then two hybrid uh, blue red mana. And this is five loyalty. Whenever you cast a non-creature, get a one-one servo. And then yep. neg two uh, target artifact becomes a copy of another artifact or creature you control until end of turn. Which I think uh, I've gotten to randomly kill people with it because they just forgot it had that ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, oh, by the way, this idiot signet is now a, uh, you know, now 5-5. Five, five, and mm-hmm. you're dead. Yep. So. Or just like, I'll turn this artifact creature into a mana rock so that I can tap it for additional mana, which is what happened one time. You know, I was, I was able to see that happen. I was like, that's cool. I got to watch a standard game where someone had this in play played the new Sarkin that turns all your planeswalkers into flying dragons. Oh, yeah. And then use the negative on this card to turn their Mox Amber into a 5-5 dragon. And you're dead. Oh. Oh, nice. So I thought that was kind of neat, too. That's cool. Because, you know, even though I don't have any creatures in play, I have this here Sarkin, which means these things are creatures. Mm -hmm. And you're dead. Yeah, this card's great, especially mm-hmm. if you, you know, blue-red is is definitely like the spells matters colors, right? But, man, it is just an endless supply of value, and it's yeah. only three mana, and it's got five loyalty, and honestly, there's not – you don't even have to use it. I think the static ability is, like, very, very good. I almost think that if they would have put something like this on a – just made an enchantment that's this, it, it would have been re- 
ridiculous. The the servo part? Just like yeah, just like a random enchantment that did this. I feel whenever like there you was cast a spell, like for three mana, whenever you cast a spell, get a dude. I feel like there was something like that, but you had to cast artifacts, I think. Right. Well there was uh uh the wasn't it the mirror, the white mirror or something? Mirror Smith? Mirror Smith something yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like that was when you cast an artifact, I think. Right, you get extra dudes. Yeah, I want to say it was like a blue enchantment. Yeah, efficient construction is the one I'm thinking of. Oh, wow. God. Yeah, three and a blue. Whenever you cast an artifact spell, create a thopter. Like, okay. compare that to Saheeli, and Saheeli just blows it out of the water completely. Right. Like, yeah, Mirror Smith is whenever you cast an artifact, you can pay one, and if you do, you get a, you get a mer. Yep. You get a mer. Mer. Yeah, Saheeli's great. Yeah, this I've, I've really liked her. She's been she's been solid, right? Yeah, very great, very nice. She's been a rock solid out of ten. So, there's your multicolor cards. Wow. I don't know if we missed anything that uh, you've had good experiences with, but ah. I have a feeling that you would have remembered and I'll been like, in, "What about this card?" I'll look in the card image gallery real quick. That means I'll have yeah. it open. I, I don't I don't think there's much. Like there's a bunch of cards that are neat, mm-hmm. like Casualties of War. Destroy five types of things, but you know, not playing oh that card. Yeah, like oh boy, what a what a great what a great it's neat. <laughs> yeah. Well this card image gallery is slow, but thankfully I remember what the cards do. <laughs> it's like, oh now it loads. Um Yeah, not a whole lot, I guess. Nope, um, but I mean we did talk about quite a few cards. We sure I did. Think. There was a lot of I don't of think stuff. there's a... I don't think there's too much to to complain about there. Um, Story of was just like a big dumb thing, which I think I tried out. I was like, well, it's a five five power for four, and then when it dealt damage, it did did something. Like it wasn't it was fine, but again, competition. Uh, yeah, same with Sirens. Uh, Tyrant Scorn was kind of similar. It was just like yeah, right. Like I competition. mean, I, I also at one point I ran you know like Agony Warp. Yeah. And Agony Warp at least enabled you sometimes to two-for-one people. Mm-hmm. Or, like, make trades that they didn't think you were going to be able to make. And your board is wrecked. <laughs> right. So, uh, there, there's a... So, out of the... Th- there are three colorless cards that are not artifacts. Mm-hmm. Karn I, <laughs> Karn has made a huge impact, obviously, on older formats because of its interaction with... Uh, Mycoseth Lattice, yeah. which is not which is not a cube card. No, but sh- uh, shutting off people's artifacts, fine. It was just expensive when I tried it out. I think it was just four like, mana. Yeah, four <laughs> mana for Null Rod. Like okay, right. And to your next turn, do stuff or you know just. Nah. But I have liked Ugin the Ineffable. Oh, Ugin's great. Ugin's yeah. so good. Ugin the Ineffable is the six mana. Now he's only four loyalty, but that's okay. Yeah, colorless, they... spell, colorless spells you cast cost two less. Exile the top card of your library face down. Look at it. Make a 2-2 colorless spirit creature of it. So basically, you kind of pseudo manifest, manifest uh, your card. Yeah. But when your thing dies, you don't get to flip it over. You just get to draw the card when your thing dies. I'm pretty, and sure, then, that's, you know... I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's better than manifest, isn't it? 
I'd say most of the time it is. Uh, yeah, I, there are certain creatures you definitely want under manifest. Yeah. Like being able to basically put morphs in the play, different types of morphs in the play for free. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, cheat, cheating around costs that say, you know, when this enters the battlefield, do this negative thing. You yeah. just get to get around that by flipping them up instead because they're already in play. Yep. Um, so, you know, it's a way to basically get around actually casting them. I guess it's another um, foreshadow for another card. Yeah. And then just negative nope. three, destroy target permanent. However, that's one or more colors. Yeah. Also, yeah. just fine. How many times are people going to misread this and do it wrong? Non-zero. Yeah. Every single one of us is going to do it at some point or another. We're going to be like, oh, thank God I drew this. Thank God I drew this Vindicate. Blow up this thing. I'll kill your worm coil. Mm. Oh. Mm. Not yeah. so much. See, maybe if people still play eight and a half tails, then 8.5 tails. You, like, activate it, and they're like, well, that doesn't do anything. And you're like, I mean, in response, make it white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like Ugin. Ugin's, Ugin's gas. The only negative thing I think it has about it is that if it kills something, it pretty much dies to a stiff wind. Sure. But, but that's, that's okay. Because you needed to kill that. Whatever that thing was, you needed to kill it, right? And then yeah. you had a chance to actually still have it around afterwards. Yeah. I'm okay with that trade. Yeah, it's still it's usually fine, but it's 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 a weakness of the card, but I mean it's still so great. Like sure. most of the time it just spits out two tears and it's like right. your <laughs> opponent never wants to trade because it's like it's like what is what? I also like how its weakness is like, you know, it's not really really stupid. It's just merely good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't get to I don't get to vindicate Two color permanents without having the plus things. Oh darn! Oh no! <laughs> oh god! Uh, I don't really like very many of the artifacts. Um, I don't know if I did either. Let's look. It's mm, you know. Yeah, these look bad. Make Getting... mana. Make your opponent's spells cost more after you've already gotten to six. Yeah. Make oh mana. Boy. Make mana. Make mana. Yeah, and, bad mana yeah, rock, bad mana rock. Yeah, right, bad exactly. Bad mana fixing, like, come on. However, I do really like, in lands, Blast Zone. Oh, Blast Zone's... Oh, boy, that's a good one. Blast Zone's very good. Enters, you know, basically... Basically enters, uh, you know, EE for one. Yep. With one counter on it. You get to and put extra counters on it. You can put multiple counters on it at the same time if you want, which is really neat. You can jump from one to three. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or one to whatever you want uh, to add that many on it. So you can kind of, as opposed to something like Ratchet Bomb or, uh, oh, what was what was the first one? Hey, don't tell me. Uh, it, a powder keg. Yep. You don't have to, like, wait forever. You just need some mana. Yeah. So theoretically... If you had mana when it came into play, you could immediately jump it and, you know, activate it on the second turn for what you wanted to. This card's pretty great. I feel like everybody should be playing it. Yeah. It's it's colorless removal. Oh, and darn, you don't get tokens. Yeah, I was about to say, like, oh, no. That's yeah, fine. Like, that's still, that's still great. 
unless you vampire hex mage it. Oh, right. Right. And then yeah, kiss then your you tokens can... goodbye. Yeah, maybe if I if I ever get a rare wild card, I can I can craft one. <laughs> right, except for I don't think you want it in the mono red deck. Oh no. <laughs> That'll be whenever I finally get enough cards to play something else other than <laughs> other than stupid mono red. It's just like, okay, cool. I'm playing this playing this oh I'm playing vampires, cool. So a card I think is really neat, but I just don't think it's a, a cube card. Seems like an awesome EDH card is Karn's Bastion, which is yeah, the I like tap four too. and four and tap it proliferate. What did you think? I liked it. Yeah, it was it was a little costly, like you know four and a tap slow. Is, yeah, mm-hmm. but le- usually it was fine. Like I thought it was pretty good. Like. I never. I don't know if I ended up having room for it, but and you know this, it was certainly fine. Like if you have, if you have at least something to proliferate, it usually was worth the four mana. Mm-hmm. It was just like right, especially because you can do it at instant speed if you're not using your mana at the end of their turn or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like and especially how it threatens, like planeswalkers. You know how ultimate how... fast. Yeah, because like that's one of the things too I've liked about. The, the new Chandra is that she can just turbo ultimate your walkers. And this kind of does the same kind of thing, too, was that it, it could turbo ultimate walkers really well. Mm-hmm. It's, it, like, Blastone is obviously better, but, I mean, this certainly wasn't bad. Like, it was, sure, it's slow, but, and it was kind of deck-dependent on what decks wanted. Mm-hmm. But it certainly... It's the second best proliferate card behind behind Blue White Sword. <laughs> ah. Hashtag Modern Horizons preview episode. Right. But it's, I mean, Hashtag certainly. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Which one's going to talk about Blue White Sword? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But yeah, that's you know, it's fine. I, yeah. It seems neat, just seems expensive and a little slow to me. But yeah, yeah, if you have the time for it, seems like it could be very good. Like if you get, I feel like if you get to activate it, like if you want to activate it, you're probably in a good spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that makes sense. Which means it's probably very good when it's probably really, really good when you're ahead, ahead on board. Yeah, or like you've stabilized. And you have a walker on board. It's just like, uh, okay, I think I've got time to do this now. So, all the other stuff, eh. Mobilized uh, district. Well, yeah, was it Hands Across America? Yep. How, how many? Hands Across uh, Ravnica. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know how many kids Hands these days would get the reference. Hands Across but... Ravnica. Yeah, I mean, most of the people that, you know, probably play weren't alive when that song came out. Was it is wasn't it like or, referenced in Get Out or something? Or some probably one, one of the key and I, I only saw it once. I only saw it once, so I don't remember that explicitly. Or is but it it's us, very possible. I guess. Oh, I didn't see that one yet. So I haven't. I haven't seen either of them. Yeah, hands across. It was in oh, Us. Okay. That's where it was. Get Out's very good. Very yeah. very good. If you like movies, you should watch that one. It was very good. I don't. I remember the song. Hands Across America was a lot cheesier 
Hands like, across America. I guess it was like, like the. Well, they tried to do it IRL. Yeah. Well, I guess it was like the vocals. Like for some reason, you know, like listening to it, like when I did my review, or you know, just like I'm like, this is Hands Across America, and then I was like, I'm gonna listen to the song because it's, you know, it's on YouTube, of course, it's gonna be on there, and I was like, wow, this. As as cliche as it sounds, the song sounded a lot more eighties than I remember as a kid. Oh, oh, it is. It was Whew. very eighties. It is very eighties. I think it was yes, like Michael sir. Jackson. It was like one of those songs where they had like a billion pop stars on it, and like each of them sang for like two seconds. And I think Michael Jackson was on it. I think right. Well, I know he was on. Uh, you know, there was a "We Are the World." That was the one where a bunch of people collaborated. Yeah, maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, We Are like, the World is the famous collaboration one that has, like, Bob Dylan and everybody Everybody sings one line. Yeah. I think Hands Across America, not that I've heard it since probably the actual thing, and I laughed because they had to get giant things of ribbon to connect where they couldn't get enough people. Oh. To actually link hands. Wow. They actually used, like, long things of, of ribbon or whatever to connect people because they actually just legitimate couldn't get it in some places. Um, but, uh, the, uh, I don't remember the song very much, but we always used to sing, we are the world. Oh. I'm so old. We used to always sing, we are the world. And like, we would take turns, like there'd be three or four of us singing it and everyone alternated, which singer, which line you got to sing. And you had to try to imitate the singer and oh. everyone always wanted to be Bob Dylan because oh, everyone nice. wanted to go just you and me. That was that was the it was like the Bob Dylan right. It was the only time anyone ever wanted to sing like Bob Dylan. Yeah, true. Including Bob Dylan. <laughs> yeah. Where the world is a so. B side of the some single well. That's Kenny Rogers. It was for the video. It was Don Johnson, yeah. Michael Douglas, Kenny Rogers, Kathleen Turner, Jane Fonda, Barbara Streisand, Yoko Ono, Robin Williams, and Oprah Winfrey. Were on the video. And this was the <laughs> that was a video for uh, I think it was the F for hands across or, I don't know this page is kind of sprawled about whatever it sounds like that's for hands across America because I watched that video recently I'm hoping if I start playing it it doesn't just automatically play oh there we go a very grainy grainy video some some people yeah there was a commercial like Kenny Rogers was in a TV commercial for it I remember that yeah, yeah, he was in that one, I think. Because I think it wasn't at a Coca-Cola thing they tried to. I feel uh, like Coke was involved at some at some way, shape, or form. I don't know. I gotta remember Kenny Rogers on a Coke commercial. I don't think it was in this one, at least not this one that I'm seeing. Yeah, there, there's Oprah in that one. Yep. Okay. And then is that Kevin Bacon? What? Well, you, well, you knew Kevin Bacon was going to be within a few degrees of this whole thing. Come on now. <laughs> Yeah, I was Can't about be to surprised say, by that. It was one degree of separation, I guess, with with Kevin Bacon right. on this one. <laughs> right, or it depends on how many people away you were. Maybe it's more than one person. Do you think the kids but these days know. will get the the Kevin the six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing? I think people still I think people still know of six degrees of Kevin Bacon. I don't know. Then again, I'm not very. I mean, everyone <laughs> knows like the degrees of separation now. Yeah, you know? for sure. I think I think there's enough. People know about Kevin Bacon. Yeah. I, I don't know if my high school kids, if I ask them, like, hey, yeah, that's Kevin what I was Bacon, thinking. they're going to look at me like, 
it sounds delicious. Like, when do we eat? It's kind of like if we were to quote, like, airplane or something to them. Like, don't call me Charlie. Oh, yeah, they'd be like, Right, what? right. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> why are you so stupid? <laughs> why Why are you so cringeworthy? Yeah. I don't think, right. like, when I play... I, I, can't, uh... I can't go in front of my class and be like, now, 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 now. Batting, 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 batting. <laughs> For Manny, Manny, Manny. <laughs> echo, echo, echo. For who... Now, 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 batting, batting. For Julio, Leo, Leo. For like, uh... Gero, Gero, Gero. <laughs> Manny, Manny. Mota, Mota, Mota. <laughs> yeah. Airplane's great, by the way. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's a really it. funny movie, and it is it is funny too to watch movies from that era and see like the cultural sensitivity stuff because oh, you yeah. just could not make that movie now. No, there no, are parts no that way. you can't make. Excuse me, sir. I speak jive. Yeah, I think because I I had never seen it before until I think a few months ago. Like my oh, wife had watched it. Yeah, she'd watched it before, but I just never did. <laughs> Because I like I was familiar with like the bits and pieces like you know the don't call me Shirley, you know, sure I, I speak jive but like I was like wow that's <laughs> yeah that's something it's it's got some very funny moments yeah I I enjoy Airplane I haven't watched Mel- it in a very long time but was it a Mel Brooks movie uh no I don't think it was so, from either. the I thought it was from the same people who did like Police File or Police uh. Police Squad or whatever it was, the Leslie Nielsen people. That, I want to yeah. say it was more related to the – maybe it's more related to the Mad Magazine people. Oh, David Zucker. Yeah, okay. Maybe. The Zucker Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, the Zucker Brothers. Okay. Yeah, like the Naked Gun and all those things because, uh, you know, that was basically what – you know, the I always kind of tracked like the Leslie Nielsen stuff to all that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think – did he do the scary movie? franchise stuff too uh i know you did some number of the scary movie ones um let's see yeah yeah i'm actually on the wikipedia page but yeah he they did scary movie oh i know they also did kentucky fried movie yep yeah for sure i know they did that one yeah that was their first movie yeah and the naked gun a bunch of these i've never heard of like a walk in the clouds for goodness sake Brain Donors, Ruthless People. Oh, Ruthless People was a huge movie in the late 80s. It even had a song to it. Yeah, Ruthless People, If you, I bet you it's got a very, very high rating. It was an I think it was Danny DeVito and Ben Midler. Uh, Yeah, that movie is – I remember it being very good. I don't know how I didn't make a Danny DeVito joke when we were talking about Dovin's Vito, by the way. Oh, oh, man. Phew. Missed opportunity there. <laughs> Don't worry, I capitalized. Bullet, bullet, bullet dodged. Because you're so short, like Odd Job and Goldeneye. No, How many people be. are gonna get that one? Um, percent wise, I'd probably say more, ten. More, more or less than degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, oh, people who understand that reference. Oh wow, that's. I feel like more people would get the Odd Job one. Okay. If anything, because of time. Fair enough. I think. Just because it's more recent. Yeah. Okay. I think. Okay. That's my best guess. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, I never heard of this movie, but it looks interesting. At least from reading the Wikipedia. Oh, no. Ruth, Ruthless People is, is, is... I remember it being good, but I was also in the 80s then, so I don't remember. Yeah. But it's just basically... I, I think it's just about a bunch of a-holes. It's kind of like... You know, it's kind of similar to like, you know, it's always sunny. Yeah. That, like everyone's just like just an a-hole to each other the whole time. 
Mm-hmm. Nice. Like, gladly, they holds to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, it seems... I'm just, like, scrolling past the plot, and that, that kind of seems like it, yeah. Nice. I'm trying to remember how often, like, if with the, whatever, mobilized district, like, the mana discount, how often... Uh-huh. I think the most I ever got, like, I ever got or ever saw was, like, maybe two. For most of the uh-huh. time, it was just, like, pay four mana or pay three mana. I was like, okay... This is like the worst Mishra's factory ever. <laughs> right. You're like, now does it, I, I, I'm not looking at it. I should probably look at it just before I, before I stick my foot in my mouth and Cause it's like four man say something activate, that's incorrect. And it's like, um, it costs one less. It's only until end of turn. Oh God. It's not even like stocking stones where no. it stays. Uh, oh God. I, I name dropped that card by the way to some youngins. Oh, stocking stones. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Good old. Whatever, like a twenty island, baby. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the only finisher you need is stalking stones. Literally, the only thing you had to kill them were some stalking stones. You just like stopped everything that they did. Uh, Oh, I think Zucker also has been doing the good fight. I think he's a producer on there too. I watched a bunch of those uh, episodes this summer with the wife. Hmm. Nice. So there was like the good wife, and then now there's like the good fight, which is about like a lawyer firm. It's like, oh. you know, stays very current or whatever. Okay. Uh, it's got a, what's her name in it? Oh, I can't remember. She's, you see her and she's been everything. Uh, Baranski, uh, Christine Baranski. Oh, who was like on, what was that show with like Sybil Shepard? She's been in everything. Christine Baranski, yeah. I think. What was the show with Sybil Shepard? What, Sybil? what, what, what time, what time period are we talking about? That's, it seems it was the 90s, like mid-90s. Mid-90s, Sybil Shepherd show. I don't know. I know she was in The Birdcage. I know she was in Chicago. Hmm. Okay. Movies. She's the reporter in uh, Chicago. She's Mary Sunshine. Yeah, she's definitely not, in a lot of stuff. Wow. Not, not, not that I know too much about musical theater, but there you go. The show, the show is called Sybil. Fair enough. I, I was, guess that would qualify. I, I was she just... She was a Bowfinger. That was a good movie. Nice. <laughs> wow. Literally called Sybil. That's I was just going to say that, too. I'm like, watch it be like, I'm pretty sure it's Sybil. And then, yep, that's... That's really funny. That is. Jesus, she, she, she's still doing stuff. Yeah, looks like it. Yeah. No, she's great. And she's be... excellent in that show, too, so... I'll be darned. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, she was also known for, you know, I, I hesitate to bring this up, but because uh, it creates all sorts of reactions from people. She was a recurring character on the Big Bang Theory as well. Oh, uh, okay. Which, you know, when you mention to a, people who play Magic the Gathering, most people are like, it's oh, that show. And then you ask people who, like, know people who play Magic but don't play it themselves, and they're like, I really like that show. I think it's funny. So it's always an interesting reaction that people have to that, the name of that show. But she was a recurring yeah. character on there, and she was very good in that show. I'm trying to think of what other shows have, kind of have that kind of visceral reaction when people say they like it. Or then again, I don't know. That's I think that's just it seems like that's a bad nerd thing. It's just like I like this, and they have to like, or like I'm gonna reference this, and they have to like say like I don't like this, and it's like okay, like I don't like Star Wars. It's like okay. 
yeah, like a I, I, or something? I, like, well, I just think it's interesting that we live in a time where people wear as a badge of honor not liking things. Yeah, yeah, L- like it means something to not like something. I don't like broccoli. Right. Yep. I mean, I, I have to admit, for a long time, I very proudly would tell people that I've never seen Titanic. I'm trying to think. It's been so long since I've seen it that I'm trying to think of... I think I remember... It was okay, I think. Like, the theme song was obviously terrible. Right, but it was obviously everywhere. And oh, I yeah. I very proudly told people for a long time. I've not, now, granted, I didn't tell people I hated it. Yeah. Well, people just... I just told just not interested. Like, people just want to see it. way overuse the word hate, though. They use it to, like, describe everything. Or, well, that's an exaggeration in and of itself. Yay, hypocrisy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I hate when people overuse the word hate. <laughs> hey, at least I admit it there. But yeah, it just seems like people say, like, I hate... The color red. I'm like, you don't, you don't hate the color red. You just really strongly dislike it or something. Like, <laughs> you I just re- wouldn't use it for your own personal decorating. Yeah, like there's so. Wow, we've really gone off tangent, but we're we're pretty much at the end of <laughs> at all least the cards. Saved it for the end, right? Yeah, we're at the end of all the cards anyway. Like, mobilized district is right. kind of like, in case you're still hoping for cube hot takes or whatever the kids say these days. Like, mobilized district is fine. Okay, got that out of the way. So. I really don't like ranch, like which is weird because I like the individual ingredients themselves. Like I, I think okay. my wife just read the like was like okay, so there's like garlic, and I was like I like all these things. Yeah, I was like I like garlic. It's like I like dill. It's like dill's fine, sure. And like this, this, I'm like this is this is fine. I'm just like I just don't like ranch. So like I think there was one time I think like I think like they. I think her, I think her, her friend or something or someone she knew, like made these, like hard-boiled eggs that had like ranch in the yolks or whatever. I think you know, just okay. like blended together. So it's like deviled eggs or something. Yeah, yeah, it was deviled eggs. Yeah, so I tasted it and immediately was just like, oh, nope, this immediate ah, evacuation. Ah, 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 and of course, ah, ah, ah. I don't think she said it was and wasn't trying to trick me or anything, but it was just like. No, I'm sorry. I no. Yeah, but I, I feel like ranch is one of those things you should outgrow. Like, uh, yeah, probably, probably. Like, hey, I like this as a kid. Like, so there are lots of things. Like when you're in, uh, I really a term I've I've kind of appreciated is the yummy phase. Ah, like when you're in like the yummy phase of food, and like you just want like sweet, and you just want things like that. Like, I want soda, and I want you know Kool Aid and stuff like that. But then mm-hmm. eventually at some point you enjoy like dark beer or scotch mm-hmm. or, you know, these Roasted other flavors broccoli. that are just not like kid flavors, right? Or like Brussels sprouts, yeah. you know, with uh, Parmesan on them or whatever, you know, like, you know, baked Parmesan. And, and so it's just like at some point you just like get out of the, the, yummy, you know, phase. the yummy phase and you, you know, instead of needing to put ketchup or ranch on everything, you enjoy dark mustard or maybe – uh sriracha or something like that instead yeah like dark soy sauce or something dark soy sauce so, is so good say, uh, there, I, I associate ranch with the yummy phase a lot the reason i brought the, all that up well, by the way was like so my immediate reaction to having deviled eggs with ranch was to spit it out immediately just like no 
just because I was like, this is okay. disgusting. With even okay. with that being said, I would I don't hate like see, if I was to say I hate ranch, like no, no, I don't hate ranch. It's ridiculous. I just really don't like ranch. <laughs> right, right. Was it right? Like I think the only reason to like hate ranch is if like you know you had relatives that were like uh you know kidnapped and abused in, in Hidden Valley. <laughs> Those kidnappers have done their homework, I guess. <laughs> right. Like, it's like, yeah, like, my sister was, you know, my sister got into a cult, you know, in the Hidden Valley and was brainwashed for years and, you know, they made her do these things or whatever. Like, yeah, then you can say, you know, I hate ranch because, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's like, I guess, actively, like, hurting your life or something. <laughs> right, exactly. It's actively made your life worse. Yeah, but just and ranch you is think just... that banishing it from the earth would improve life across, you know, everything. Yeah, but it's just like, I don't like ranch. Like, it's just not good, but that doesn't mean I just hate it. It's just like when people are like, I hate the Star Wars prequels. And I'm like, they're bad, yes, but they're not. Like, yeah, I actually, like seems... the fir- I actually like the first movie. I I'm saw surprised you like the first lot. one, but not the, th- what about the third one? So, okay, I like parts of the other ones, but I enjoy the for the most amount of enjoyment, screen time enjoyment, I think the first one has the most amount of enjoyable screen time. Huh. Because I think the pod race is excellent. I really enjoyed the pod racing scene. I thought it was very, very good. And I thought it did a lot of like what a lot of the good things that Star Wars did and like uh, kind of uh, innovated that there yeah. was, you know, this mix of sci-fi action, humor. Um, like I still laugh every single time the Tuscan Raiders shoot the, you know, shoot one of the pods and are, <laughs> and so it makes me laugh every time. Like I can't help it. Like, yeah. And it's got like, you know, funky aliens and it's got like cool technology and it's got, you know what I mean? So like that whole scene for me is like, is a is a thumbs up for me, and there's yeah. a lot of other stuff I liked. The problem with the second and third movies is that Hayden Christensen's dialogue is so bad. Yeah, it's it's, it's very... so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's I just don't want him to talk. Yeah. Well, I I don't know if it's intentional that he's supposed to be like an emo like an emo teenager or if it's, but no, it's it just comes across. Oh, but it's so stilted. I think it's just I think it's because Lucas wanted to uh, write the actual dialogue. Is Ooh. I think why it's bad too. Ooh. So and 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 it was delivered stiltedly, intentionally or not. It doesn't matter, right? If something's bad, it doesn't matter if you meant it to be bad or if it was unintentionally bad. It's still still bad. Yeah, still bad. Yeah. So th- those ruin a lot. But like, I love the Yoda fight scene. I think the I, I Yoda and fight scene. I remember laughing my butt off when I because like everybody in the audience was going like crazy. They they were like cheering like. A lot, and I was just like, I was just laugh. It just looked ridiculous. Just it's looked enjoyable, he was like though, right? Like, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Listening. You don't, you don't get to see Yoda do things. Yeah, and I guess that's the point. Is like, he's like this frail, old, or you know, you're someone you're so used to seeing is like this frail old guy, and he's like, right? Wow, look at him doing ninja flips or whatever. I just remember thinking like, I was like, what? This is that's like this is ridiculous. 
Right, but even though you know he's you know you know a little bit younger, but you know when nine hundred year old years old you reach, look as good you will not. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that you actually get to see him do stuff is kind of neat, right? It's like yeah. oh here's like the last like here's person who like literally doesn't do much, and it's this is so bad it spurred him to action. Yeah. So like I thought there was neat parts there, but like. I like the end of the third one, like the, when you finally get the reveal that everybody knows is going to happen. Still doesn't mean I don't like it. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I don't need the high ground. I don't need to see limbs chopped off, whatever. There's a lot of awkward stuff there. But like, yeah. imagine if you would have seen the reveal at the end of three without knowing anything about it, right? I don't like, know if I if did you, know anything. If you, yeah, but if you've never seen Darth Vader in your life, oh right, yeah, yeah, or never, you know what I mean? Like that's why there's like a quote correct order to watch the movies in, right? Like you watch this, and then these, then you go back and you watch these prequels in this order or whatever, and then you kind of jump back ahead. So like, I mean, Darth Vader's a really freaking cool character. So mm-hmm. like being able to see that and you know all that's kind of neat. I like some of the visuals, like. There is a certain shock value to him just slaughtering children. Yeah. By the way, spoiler alert. Yeah, I guess there's been a good amount of them, but like, it, by the way, Rosebud. Right. Was Rosebud was the sled. <laughs> Kaiser Soze. Right. Kaiser Soze the, was there the whole time. Right. It's it, the crying game. It's a it's a guy. I still haven't seen that one. Yeah, that one's another movie they would probably not make now. Oh, no, there's no way. No (laughs) way from what I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We just ruined all the all the big mysteries. That's what Um, what happens when we don't record for like when people assume that we're dead. (laughs) Like I think there's some people on Reddit. It's like, what happened? Are they dead or whatever? I'm like, "Uh, no, no, (laughs) merely inconvenienced by life. Life. Yeah. I just kind of said, uh. You know, like life happened, you know, just like, but, you know, recording on the regular should definitely help with getting through this, at first, this gigantic backlog that we have accumulated of Mm -hmm. the many sets. I think, like, with all the new sets that were coming out, too, like, so much of my magic time was just, like, all right. Spent writing. Yeah, just, just writing and just, like, testing stuff, and that was pretty much it, and just, like, talking with people on Discord, like, that was pretty much it, and it just burn me out so much which like the new commander set having like at the most generous i can think a handful of cards <laughs> if we were being extremely generous like like bill and melinda gates generous that's <laughs> <laughs> like aside from that is like so few cards for cube it's just like obviously for cube that's not you know it's not something people would want and myself included because there's less mm-hmm. new cards to try out but it was just like well at least i don't have to write another doctoral thesis like i think i remember i am trying to remember the longest i think for the spark was the longest thing i wrote and it was definitely longer than anything i've written in grad school by far and i think it was like 40 pages. <laughs> I, That's think, funny. I think for war of the spark was like Fourteen or fifteen thousand words, and I think it was when I created the word doc. It was like forty pages. 
I, I'm curious some of the magic stuff I've written and comparing it to some of the research papers I've written and seeing where where it is in comparison. Yeah, that's funny. I wonder if they, I don't know if I have access to any of those old papers. They're probably on old hard drives that I still have. But. I was about to say mine are probably long gone. They're they're on like an old computer that's like dead. Man, probably like my you know probably like like a closet or something or uh-huh. like on a failing hard drive or something or like sure. on this old old laptop. I was telling somebody about this like on my old laptop. It was like it was around the time when I started my cube. Like uh-huh. it was an Alienware and people talk about how Alienwares are like the greatest computers ever. Apparently, I got the Lemon. Because it was terrible. <laughs> you know how, like, on a laptop, like, there's the keyboard and, like, there's that area in the front where you, like, rest your hands or something? Mm-hmm. By the time I was, like, by the time, like, I was getting ready to replace it, okay, the front area, you know, like, where the CPU and the fan are, I had to put a cup of ice on the top of that to stop it from overheating. Oh, jeez. It would melt, yeah, it would, like, melt the ice. Wow. Yeah, and I would, like, uh, you know, have to go and get some more ice and then put it on there just so it wouldn't overheat. It was terrible. I'm sure that probably has some, like, some of my old papers on there. But, yeah, that was... <laughs> yeah, I, I have, I've had computers where I've literally had to, like, attach a fan to it to blow air through it constantly or else it would, like, overheat. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Like, at least as, as much as I give trouble to this to this computer that I'm using now, that I'm recording on now, like, where I have to run Magic Arena on, like, the lowest resolution, lowest quality, and I have to run it windowed so it doesn't crash. It still does crash, but mm-hmm. just so it doesn't look like absolute garbo. Um, sure. It at least works, and it doesn't right. have to, uh, I don't have to put a fan on it or put uh, put a cup of ice Maybe my standards are so low, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you have you met my new girlfriend? Yeah, she seems okay. Well, hey man, she, she doesn't beat me like the last one did. So you know, moving up in the world. I thought you were gonna have to say you don't have to put a cup of ice on her. Or something. No. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, well, that's that's. No, a good I was trying 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 to draw a uh, parallel of of how beaten down. We can be with things sometimes, like, hey man, oh, yeah. like I may not, I, I may not hate this food, but you know, at least it doesn't give me, you know, like uh, rampant diarrhea. That's true. Like, yeah, step, step up. Yeah, step up from the <laughs> merely, merely stomach cramps now. <laughs> Stepping on good, up. Good, good job? Question mark. Yeah, good. <laughs> up, upgrade. Right. All right, well, man. Well, that's that. That's war. We did it. Yeah. What is it good for? Um, about however many hours of rambling, and nice months of <laughs> of <the> time. <laughs> I also would have accepted quote absolutely nothing. I mean, that makes sense. An that that would be the that would be the reference that would make sense, but I can't do right. that. Right. Right. Uh, Fair enough. Another one of the. I wonder. I wonder how many kids these days would get that reference. Probably a decent. Amount. Oh yeah, I think a decent amount because if you've seen what is it, Rush Hour or uh, the the in one of the Jackie Chan movies, didn't they sing that one? Yeah, but like, how many kids these days have seen Rush Hour? I would imagine more than you think. Really? Huh? Uh, how about that? That's surprising. 
Nice. That gives me hope. I think more than you think. Is that a door or a cat? <laughs> uh, it's my chair. I'm just kind of okay. swiveling around. I keep sounding like I, 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 it sounds like meow. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Yeah. That's funny. It'd probably be if you wanted food, though, I guess. No, none of the cats are in here with me, but, yeah, they're not like, hey, give me food. Right. Hey. No, I have the one that just parks next to me and only wakes up when I stand up because, you know, something changed. Oh, so it's just like, well, food? if I just lay next, if I just touch him at all times, then if he's getting up to feed me, I'll notice. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I can wake up, so... All right. Why don't you uh, tell people where they can find you and your uh, dissertations on said topic? Uh, so yeah, I'm. I do articles on at Gathering Magic, aka Cool Stuff Inc. Which actually it's been Cool Stuff Inc. for several months now, but again, time time has has elapsed. Right <laughs> between between the last episodes. Um. Did I ever mention on the podcast that I unpowered my cube? I don't know if you did. I don't either. But I think happened. you mentioned. I think you mentioned that you were considering it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I ended up just doing it. Again, this is something that's happened in the time that we've recorded. <laughs> I still haven't updated my cube tutor with it, of course, but yeah, and that's on cube tutor. Nice. Also, I'll probably port it over to Cube Cobra whenever I feel like it. Mm-hmm. I've I updated my popper cube as of today. Nice, and that's on Cube Tutor. Um, I I have actually updated for the first time in four years my Cube Tutor list. I hope you it didn't is still accident. being developed, but yeah. What were you gonna say? I was I was gonna say I hope you didn't accidentally delete your Cube Tutor ID like I did. That that I did not. But remember too, I also did not. I kept a spreadsheet for so long. I didn't want to do all of the data entry on oh, yeah. porting it to the new site. So I merely have a four digit cube tutor code. Oh, okay. As my I don't have a, a single double triple because I waited a really long time. That's fair. Uh so mine is in mine is like uh in the nine thousands. So okay. I uh but I've been, you know, after everything that's happened, I'm getting it back on its feet and getting things trimmed out. It looks like I'm gonna probably land right around a six thirty all said and done until I can get a bunch more reps in and decide if I actually hate cards or if I'm just okay with having a bigger cube, which I always have been strongly Um, dislike cards. So sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Have a, have a, uh, an ill feeling towards them compared to other things that I would rather consume. There you go. At least it's not ranch. So right. Ranch. Nope. No, uh, no ranch for me. There's a I think ranch the number of times it. I've had ranch dressing by itself oh. is maybe one or less. I've never liked ranch. I've had like variations on ranch that have been okay. So like things like jalapeno ranch at like restaurants, that's yeah. like that you know like a lighter green color. I've tried that occasionally and enjoyed it, but never just like you know I, I've never just like you know drank from the tea of the hidden Valley and like had ranch, like even just like, I'm like, I'm going to dip this thing that's healthy into it and make it unhealthy. I've just never done that. Yeah. Like dip this piece of broccoli in there or whatever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I've just never done that. You know, you get like the, uh, the veggie platter at the supermarket and they just give you like this giant vat of in the middle. Yeah. I've just never, 
partake in. Yeah, well, I guess it, it, it just seems so lazily put together, too. It's just like, we'll just chop a bunch of carrots, and here's just some ranch, and good luck. Right, have fun. Yeah, ugh, no. GLHF. Um, right, where are uh, you on, uh, on the, the interwebs? Uh, usually on Twitter, although I've been lazy about not doing that much lately, but at Usman the Red. If you if you see somebody playing Mono Red on Arena, <laughs> maybe Usman you, the Red, that's me. Or who say, are you also Usman the Red on there? Nice. I am. Um, I was gonna maybe do a different name, but I was like, you know what, whatever. I don't. I never. I haven't seen an, an arena team member. They, it's like they're in orange. I'm just like, but then again, most of the time I'm just kind of spaced out, so who knows? Right, you're just like blah. Uh, chain whirler. The 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 fly up the stage. And then oh, okay, I'm dead. Cool. Right. Okay. Are you dead or am I dead? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like how much damage can I deal? And then, okay. Uh, whatever. All right. Look um, at my top card in my library. Hey, look, it's a spell. Cast it. Yeah. Yeah. Look what at is the this? top card in my library. Oh, look, it's a spell. Cast it. What do I do with look experimental the frenzy? Right. Land, land, land. Uh, the, okay. Cool. Thanks. Right. All I right. Been, so we died. Got it. Yep. Yeah, we're dead. But, um, I'm also on Discord. Um, there's a few Discords that I spend a lot of my cube time on. I'll link them in the show notes because. If I was to read them online, it really wouldn't make sense to go to https discord.gg <laughs> slash... You, for, you forgot the ba- you, you know, slash slash. Oh, yeah, whatever. Yes, yeah, put some buttons and things and capital G, lowercase c, uppercase Oh, God, I, oh, God, oh, God, one, oh, four, oh. yeah, just like nobody's going to know that or care, and I'll just link it in the show notes, a.k.a. I won't, but hey, let's pretend I did. But okay. you can bug me on at Usman the Red and make me do it. And I yeah, I was about to say, yeah, just ping me on Twitter or something, or I'll probably remember because I'm I'm definitely going to be editing this episode, or at ah. least like listen. I'm definitely not going to be cutting out <laughs> promises, promises, <laughs> promises, promises, That doesn't That's make also sense. A song, by the way, it is promises, promises. Oh yeah. I thought it was promises shmanuses. I'm like, dude, uh, why would somebody well, make a song? Uh, no, that's that's what small children say who like ranch dressing. Ugh. Indeed. <laughs> it's a, it's another '80s song uh, called, and I believe it's called Promises Promises. Uh, it, it's by right. Naked Eyes. What? Yes, sir. It's like the side project of Peach. No, or no, something. no. That's not the that's the wrong one. That's not the '80s song. What's the '80s song? That's a that's a recent song. Oh, okay. It can't be right. What is it? The internet has failed me. Promises, promises. What is song is that from? Uh, hmm. Is I'm it googling. Uh, no, it is Naked Eyes. Naked Eyes, right. yeah, yeah. I was right. Okay, there is only one. Yeah. All right. Sorry. British new wave band. There you go. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Isn't Grand Theft Auto four or five? Nifty. Oh, maybe that's why I got uh, tripped up by the 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 other date that they put on there. But uh, yep. Okay. Promises, promises. It was covered in 2014. Aha! Aha. By some singer songwriter, Freddy Johnston, some random dude in New York. Okay, cool. Aha. I'm not uh, insane. I yeah. That's it's all about small victories that I did not see a 2000 date and drive me crazy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So where can they, where and, can they find uh, you on the internet? Uh, yes. 
I was just about to get to that where I sorry to cut you off there. Uh, you can find me. Uh, I am Anthony 42 pretty much everywhere. I'm on the cube discord. Occasionally I'll chime in I'm on Twitter. Basically just only use Twitter for uh, magic, the gathering. So uh, spend some time on there as well. Um, some of my archived writings can be found on uh, quiet speculation or legit MTG where I, I spend the whole, uh, I think I even wrote an article about combat tricks and how they kind of suck now. Yeah, so, they're, they're not very This was good. a while ago, so imagine how much they suck now. There are exceptions, of course, but there ain't many, that's for sure. Hmm. There are not very many of them. Yeah. They're worth maybe, it. Maybe in the future. One of these days... One of these days, Alice. <laughs> I'm going to keep going backwards in time with my references. Oh, yeah. We'll be, we'll be talking about uh, the Flintstones. Talking right. about something tastes good like a cigarette should or something. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, watching what, TV commercials are my favorite time capsule things to watch. Because they really give you an accurate representation of whatever was going on at the time. So, big fan. Hmm. They're terrible, but nothing gives you a better snapshot of what's going on in the world than the commercials of that time. Hmm. Nice. I mean, that's true, though, yeah. Like, you can get the 80s commercials. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go watch, like, go, you know, go watch all those commercials of, like, you know, how embarrassed wives are. That, you know, their husband likes this coffee better than her own. Or, you know, there's lots of things like that. Or, oh, no, the boss is coming over. My husband's boss is coming over. I better, you know, make sure my dinner is great. Hmm. So I'm going to use the new Frigidaire to make sure my husband's happy. You know, there's all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, commercials are great. I could I could get lost on uh, on the internet looking at old commercials. Anyway, Anthony Forty Two, uh, that's where I am. That's where I be. That's where I shall be. They're pretty much everywhere. If you happen to find an Anthony Forty Two somewhere that is not me, please let me know because I'm curious who stole my name. Yeah, why people why people got to be stealing? That's a little a uh, little more current reference than my bang zoom comment. So I think that's probably 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 good enough for now. So uh, we'll be back soon on we're you know on a regular basis here. We'll be back soon talking about some uh, modern horizons, and uh, you know once we get through 17 episodes of modern horizons, then we can talk about uh, 2020 and Commander. And uh, and then we'll see where we wind up. We've gotten some ideas for some some topics that are not just set reviews, since we're you know going to make it a point to uh, get together and chat uh, on a little more of a regular basis, a weekly basis. We'll uh, we'll see what else we come up with. We got a lot of stuff in the pipeline to go. So hope you yeah. enjoyed this uh, preview, this Modern Horizons preview episode. And, yeah, uh, I think we'll there's eventually. Only, uh, I'll say eventually we'll we'll put out episodes on a more regular clip. Right. Now, granted, it might take us three weeks of recording to actually get through some of these episodes. Yeah, yeah Modern, like Horizons. Modern Horizons. But, oh, boy. 
but but know that there's going to be uh, consistent progress towards set episodes. So uh, I think there's uh, there's really only one thing left to do. That's true. Uh, rock over London. Rock on Chicago. War of the Spark. We have a fight to finish. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a podcast to finish. That's what it should have been. Nice. That would have been much more topical. <laughs> All right, guys. Like we'll, uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Peace out, everybody. Peace. Peace.